What's going on, citizens? Thank you for tuning in to the Out of Towners podcast, the podcast where we discuss our faith in Jesus Christ through the use of conversation, life experiences, and deliberation as we traverse this earth that is not our home. Now, without further ado, let's get out of town. Right. So, this was the title I came up with it. First love and mercy, he wants. Nice. First love and mercy, he wants. So, let's go uh, Revelation, Apocalypses 2, uh, 1 through 7. I don't know where you're going. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Write to the angels of the church in Ephesus. Thus says the one who holds the seven stars in his right hand and who walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your labor, and your endurance. And you cannot tolerate evil people. You have tested those who call themselves apostles and are not. And you have found them to be liars. I know that you have persevered and endured hardships for the sake of my name, and have not grown weary. But I have this against you. You have abandoned the, the love you had at first. Remember then how far you have fallen. Repent, and do the works you did at first. Otherwise, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place, unless you repent. Yet, you do have this. You hate the practices of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. Let anyone who has ears to hear listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. Amen. Well, Ephesians. That pretty long, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the Ephesians right there. But yeah, something I liked about the Ephesians was uh, it was a pretty big town. Yeah. It was a, like a town of where, like a marketing, you know, like all the... Like a marketplace? Yeah, all the cities from yeah. all around the world met there. Oh, okay. And so, you can buy things from around the world, like food from around the world. And it was crazy. There was one place, I forget the name, but it was the marketplace. You had to, I think it was like bow down or have some kind of a... Something where you, where you were acknowledging the the Roman emperor as as God to be able to enter. Kowtow. So yeah, you would have to uh, you know if you wanted to be part of the cool crowd, you had to yeah give that up and just say oh it's not it's nothing. I'll bow down to him for a second. So mm-hmm. I'm just lying. Yeah. And just walking. And that was in Ephesus. Yeah. Okay. yeah, and yeah, but they had a. I would say they had a good amount of money there, you know, a lot of uh, merchants. Yeah, a lot of merchants. Nice. Kind of like here, you know. Product. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. like the like a mall, huh? Yeah. Everybody meets up there from all over Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, so we're kind of like uh, yeah, you know, people from all around the world come here, you know. Yeah, that's true. 
Maybe not to sell, you know, more to indulge, but... Yeah. But we still have the economy here. Yep. America. But I like how he says that. He mentions all these good things that they're doing, you know? Like... Yeah. Uh, look, you're, uh, you're going to church every Sunday. You're, you're praying. You're reading your Bible. But, but what's the most important thing? That you do it with love. Mm-hmm. You know? Other people, they could take it like, oh yeah, I'm going to read this so I can show the brothers what's up, that I know more word than them, that I can outburst them, and you know? Or mm-hmm. that I can prove that the Trinitarians are right and that you're wrong, or mm-hmm. that the apostolics are right and you're wrong, or the, or the baptism, whatever you want to put there, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, their interest is more of I'm right. Yeah. It's not about to um, win. Right. It's not about winning souls. It's a. It's more about mm. I'm right. That church is wrong. They need to convert to me. Mm. And they see all the churches as if there's no church in the U.S. You know, even though there is, it's just probably little cold. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's another thing though. But that's good. Can I like. I, can I, real quick, can I include an example? Yeah, go ahead. Kind of like can I relate to that? Good. Um, also, like when marriages, you know, well, me and Brenda. Mm. Um, if 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 you know if we if we if we have an issue, right? When we have an issue, if I try to come at it by 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 saying by let's just say I want to be right. Mm-hmm. And she wants to be right. Yeah. We're never gonna get to an agreement. We're never gonna have peace or reconciliation, you know, because we're already starting wrong. We already wanna we wanna justify ourselves so that we can be right, and that we don't have to be, in other words, accountable for what we did, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, but when we do it with, you know, when we come together in love, you know, mm-hmm. it's completely different because we can we can. Uh, the whole, environment, the whole environment changes, you know? We can be like, you know what, babe? I can even tell her, like, you know, I'm sorry I was wrong, you know, and this and that. And then she'll be like, you know what, babe? Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, when you just do it out of love and try to truly reconcile, then um, you, you, you know, you get places, places where you couldn't when you're like, oh, I want to be right, I want to be right, I want to be right. Yeah. There's a good uh, KB. He's a rapper. He's a good lyric. It's a lyric that says, uh, you just want to be right. I just want to be light. So Ooh. like, yeah, so yeah. it just takes like, it takes a lot of humility, right? Yeah. To, to oh, yeah. say, like, I, I don't want to be right. I just want to be, you know, shine, shine in the darkness and spread the gospel and fight with souls. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. And have reconciliation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess it's kind of similar, right? Yeah. In a way. In yeah, a way. very similar. Yeah. Yeah. But I know, I, I, at the end of the day, I know there's a truth, you know, exactly. There's a truth. Yeah, of course. You know, but, 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 just because there's a truth, you're not going to, you know, it's, it's not impossible to try to come together and yeah, you have fellowship. Yeah, fellowship, yeah. man. That's, and that's, that only love can do that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah you know, like I say, it's all, how's this saying in Spanish go? Got a, Cada cabeza es su propio mundo, something like that. Each head is his own world. 
I've, I think I've heard it before. Yeah, but I never, I never knew what I heard. I probably never, I don't even understand yeah. that. <laughs> Explain that. So, like, I think every head thinks differently. Oh, yeah. That's pretty much it, all it is. Oh, okay. No, there's, there's not one, like a snowflake, you know? There's not one of us that's a bike. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, speaking of how you think about life. Yeah. But, yeah, so. But we, yeah. But we see in the in the verses that he's talking about. But I have this against you, you know, mm-hmm. that you have forgotten your first love, you know. Amen. Yeah. And sometimes I think about it. I'm like, are we truly waiting for Jesus? Like, like they, mm-hmm. like they want. Like he wants, you know? Like you think about the... What was it? The seven, right? The seven uh, virgins. Remember that? Yeah. Like, they're waiting. Like, they're anxious, you know? Mm-hmm. Even if it was just a girlfriend, you know? You're like, you're just waiting for her to write you back. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know? Mm-hmm. But are we... Are we truly waiting for Jesus like that? Because I know if I was in prison, I would be like... God, either take me out of here or come back already, you know? Yeah. Like, I, that's why I say, I mean, that's, that's not why I say, you know, but that's why I, the Bible says, you know, blessed are the persecuted. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, because, you know, they're truly waiting for God. Mm-hmm. You know, oh. and sometimes that scares me for the American church or anywhere else, you know, mm-hmm. where they're not persecuted. Yeah. But they're waiting, they're waiting. Because they're not faith. waiting on God. They're waiting on just tomorrow. Yeah. And hoping that their life goes great or they can win more souls, but they're not waiting on God. Mm, I see what you mean. You know, that's something yeah. that like, you know, so in other words, yeah, like something that gets to me sometimes, you know. Yeah, because I guess in the persecution, um, when you're pretty, when your life is in the line, right, you're persecuted. And I guess it becomes more, you you see it with a different perspective. Huh? You don't care about the things around you. And, uh, about the things of the world, you know? Yeah, you're just like, right now, like, my life is on the line, you know what? And I better be ready to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want you In to come moment. back. Yeah, it, it, it's a weight that's, like, linked with, with the hope, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's why, I mean, I know, and this is why I like uh, the Spanish language, whenever they use the word wait, they say esperar, right? Mm-hmm. And um, that means, like, two things. It's linked to both waiting and esperanza. And esperanza mm-hmm. means hope, right? Oh, yeah. That's why it, they whenever say espero, right? Oh, that's it's true. Linked it's linked to hope, yeah. like a, like the then you know in Hebrew it calls it an anchor of our soul, you know. So it's like, I'm not just waiting for you in English, but but like in Spanish it's more like I'm waiting with like a, a hope, yeah. a faith, knowing that my Lord is coming soon. So all this is just like whatever. Uh, what's that word? Um, Vain. Yeah, pain, pain, I guess. It's a good word. So yeah, man. Oh, that's what it's collateral. It's collateral damage. Oh, it, it can just like whatever you know. It's it can fade away and nothing will happen to my hope. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Yeah, there's not a. There's not really a. Like the way that church goes by now is more of 
We just want to make you smart. Right? You know, they don't really teach about how to love others. Well, they, they teach you, you need to clean the bathroom. You need to pick up these papers, you know? I have eight posts. Or you clean the bathrooms. You need to slay the three-headed monster, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. But they're not, they're not teaching about, uh, you know, I don't want to say good works, but that's what they are, you know? Yeah. They're not teaching about the cost of Christianity, the true cost. Yeah, or just following yeah. Jesus in general, you know, yeah. to... To to shine as a light, you know, like I mean, I know you guys both work, so you know, you guys can relate. Probably everybody else, you know, everybody, uh, everybody likes a worker that tries to like stand out from the crowd, you know, like the job that nobody wants to do. Like I'll do it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you know, and you know that's something that you know that we should be striving for too, you know, because that's when people see the 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 light in us, you know, because they see that we want to help them. Amen. You know? Yeah, that's true. Very true. And yeah, I just think that they're too they're too focused on on book smarts and, you know, Bible colleges and whatnot, you know. But there's something that uh well, this, this whole uh, giving thing is a whole other topic, but I talked to the brother Ramon about that, and then it was just like, it was almost like a truth just hit him in the face. Yeah. You know, because that's why, that's why they teach about diezmos, because they don't, they don't want, they don't want to give more than 10%. They want to give the, the least that they can. They don't want to teach the... The full, like, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, give it all. In fact, that girl that told you about that, we're not in the, she said, we're not in the time of Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to say that. We're not in the time of Jesus. We're in the new covenant. Yeah. No, yeah. We're still mm-hmm. uh, in the, in uh, redemption. Yeah. Yeah. Grace. Yeah, grace. Yeah. And so then he told me a story, like, um, about... General Motors. Uh-huh. Oh, Ramon? Yeah. About mm-hmm. how they used to give to missionaries in Africa. Like, oh, okay. a huge amount. And I ended up talking to this African guy at work. And he tells me that they had a bunch of missionaries over there. But some of them were crooked. Yeah. Like, there were some real ones. But there was a lot of fake ones, too. Mm-hmm. They were just out there for the money. Or they were even spies Damn. for the U.S. Yeah. trying to get territory or something. Yeah, disguised as Christians. Yeah, so but they, GN was really successful, but then you know, one day they just tanked, uh, and they yeah. had to link up with the believe Chrysler, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I remember. Yeah, and but. I would, I would like to think, and so did he, was because they probably stopped giving to the missions. Because they just, uh, they stopped serving God, however they did before. Yeah. If it was a different uh, management or whatever, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, but uh, Jesus gave us that example, though, you know? Yeah. Because he gave it, he put in charge the person that was in charge of the money, the thief. Oh, yeah, Jews. So, no, there's a lot of people will say, no, I'm not going to get to those uh, Asian groups or, you know, like FEBC, uh, Force of the Martyrs or any, any one of those, you know, because, well, what are their, you know, they're fake, you know, and mm-hmm. it's legitimate, you know, to think that, you know, yeah, like the Catholic Church with the, what was her name, the Sister Teresa, yeah, about how there was this big scandal. About how they were just uh, giving uh, crucifixes to them, and they would keep all the money, and a lot of more crazy stuff. I haven't got to read that book yet, mm-hmm. but they're crazy stuff. Yeah. You know, but that shouldn't stop us from, you know, trying to help. Yeah. Because well, even Jesus gave to someone he knew that wasn't gonna yeah. go to the poor like he wanted. So in other words, God knows your true intentions. Yeah, He knows the intentions. Genuine yeah. intentions. Like uh, Paul writes, I was trying to looking for this for this uh, for this <laughs> entire time. I was like, where is it? I knew it's here. Okay, it's First uh, Timothy, uh, six chapter six. Um, you know, talking about uh, people with false motives. Uh, it says uh, in verse five of chapter six in First Timothy. It says uh. It's talking about the false teachers and it says uh, they're causing constant friction among people who are depraved in mind and depraved of, deprived of truth, imagining that godliness is a means of gain. Yeah. Oh, I just read that actually. Yeah. yeah. Which verse is that? First uh, Timothy chapter 6, verse 5. So again, again it goes into like, because uh, some people want to be godly. They want to uh, do, do things that are good for gain, for status, because like... Oh, look how I'm, uh, how holy I am. I'm holy, yeah. And I even see that in me sometimes. Like, why am I, am I reading the Bible so I, people can think like, oh, I'm a, yeah, I'm a leader. Yeah, you can, uh, those, those temptations um, mm-hmm. get to you. That's happened to me too. I think it gets to everybody. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. we just got to recognize it and uh-huh. put our foot on the ground. Yeah, man. Yeah. And it's not... It's not right, the right motive. It's not love. <laughs> yeah, I want to get into uh, David's motives. King David. Ooh. Uh, Let's. So he was a uh, shepherd boy, remember? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, God really liked him. He picked him out of the... Out of all the his brothers, you know, the big warriors, mm-hmm. you know, he killed Goliath, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. But why did he kill him? Why do you think he killed him? Because he got good skills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably <laughs> that <laughs> has to be. He has some skills. Soul, but his motives. Didn't he say like, uh, wasn't wasn't Goliath like saying some some heresies or something? Yeah, some he wants to. To defend God. Oh, okay. That, yeah, but, you know, we, we could see that his motives were, were good by then, you know? Mm-hmm. He, he wanted to defend God. He wanted to help his brothers that were going to get killed. 
Mm-hmm. He, he wanted to put his life on the line. So if anyone was going to die, it was going to be him first. Mm, yeah. Oops. Taking a break. <laughs> on WhatsApp. Oh, like a group chat? It's weird. Like, I don't get the WhatsApp. It never pops up. Did you get the, the, the books for the, from the church? No. Uh, what's that? Yeah. I don't know. Like right now? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. See all that, you know, that he wanted to help out his brother, you know. Yeah. Not, not like, you know, not that I like to like elevate, you know, gangs and stuff, but you know, I, I believe, you know, probably like would understand it, you know, like, you know, like it's a, it's an honor almost, you know, to to get hurt for somebody else. Oh yeah. You know, and they and they take it very seriously, you know. Yeah. And especially warrior. Yeah, that's what they call that's why I like when I heard uh when I hear Isaiah fifty three by hip stripes we are healed. Mm-hmm. That's what the gangs call them, you know. You gotta earn your stripes. Yeah. Oh okay. Your uh, you know, your battle wounds. Yeah. Your respect. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's what uh, David was saying, you know, because they're warriors. You know, like uh, John fifteen, thirteen says, no one has greater love than this to lay down his life for his friend. Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, but I've seen that pretty much like just 
pushed to the side. Like, literally. You know? Mm-hmm. I've heard them say, I don't know, you know, to love one somebody else is, you can't love somebody else like that because you don't know them. Because, you know, you got to get to know the person. Mm-hmm. Because what God truly wants from us is uh, to, for me to show love to somebody is because I need to get out, put time away from my busy schedule and give them a Bible class so that they can get saved. Yeah. That's what they, they That's say. That's how they relate to uh, That's what they really like, giving their life. Yeah. That but compared to that, but that's nowhere near what God did for us, yeah. because that was for so God loved the world, He gave us, He gave His life, you know. Yeah. But people want to play that down and just say, you know, we just, we just got to evangelize and teach, you know. We don't have to love like that. We can't because we don't know them. So, so in other words, metaphorically, really, it's a metaphorical love. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, you know, they just love to just push aside like those, like it almost doesn't matter. Hmm. Because I don't know, we're incapable of it, you know. Yeah, like, well, maybe I think maybe they say that because obviously, like we're not in war, you know. Well, I'm talking about persecution. Oh yeah, persecution. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Yeah, like we know we're not in that, but they're 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 preparing them. To not do it. Oh, because okay. they say, no, it's not that you have to die for your brother. Yeah. Oh, okay. So but that's what time it's... does come, <coughs> like, Exactly. Oh, nah, bro, I don't know. I'm saving me and my family. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm saved by grace, bro. So I don't have to give my life for you. Mm. I don't have to love you. Nah, okay. I'm saved by baptism. <laughs> <laughs> Water cleanses me. No, no. Yeah, I can see yeah. that. There's a story from... Uh, Richard Warmbrand's book. The I believe it's the one you got. And there was a brother there that and I don't, and I don't even think that they were all Christian because a lot of them were just political prisoners. Like oh. let's say Trump was in office and anyone that went against him oh. or even said a word against, you know, Trumpism. 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 <laughs> yeah. You're going That's to philosophy. jail. Yeah. And so a lot of uh, a lot of them were just political prisoners. Oh, okay. So if they broke a rule in there that the guards made up, I don't know. You can't sneeze. You can't talk. Yeah. If somebody talked, then they'll the next morning they'll call them up and say, example, you know, Ricky Gonzalez yeah. to the front. Uh-huh. You know, but before that that guy got to go up there, that brother would go in their place. And he'll take the, the lashes for them. Yeah. And it would be constant. He would do it. And it says that he, he earned the respect of a lot of the prisoners. Yeah, yeah. So Richard Warman did that? No, that was one of the brothers over there. Oh. It was a captain. No, sorry, it was a priest. Mm. I believe. He was orthoprax priest. <laughs> he was a put into practice. He was a Catholic. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Yeah, but. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. You know, like, uh. Which, uh I don't want to use me as an example, but uh, I'll use it, you know? 
Like, uh, I was just, I think I probably told you before. But I was very, uh, I felt like I wasn't capable of loving. Or like people probably saw me and they just thought like I was just so heartless and emotionless that I couldn't love anything. Mm-hmm. So what I wanted to do is that I want to prove that I can do, yeah. that I can, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, that I do love my brother or my friends. Yeah. You know, I was hoping that one day we would get in a fight and somebody would pull out a gun and I would have to get shot down. <laughs> that was what I was hoping would happen because I didn't want to live. I just wanted to like go down to glory, you know. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Like yeah, like, you know, yeah. Like, I, I died for you guys. <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Aspirations yeah. of martyrdom, or yeah. You know, but that's those were completely bad motives. You know, don't take that example. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in a way, I guess you could. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that was bad example. But you know, that just shows you know, like if if uh. What's that word I want to use? If an an unbelieving, uh, you know, just sinful man could think that up for his brothers or his friends, like, how much more for us and for the brothers that are, you know, in Christ? Or not even just the brothers, you know, but like to show, you know, true love for the unbelievers because Jesus died for us yeah. when we were you know still in sin yeah. he is he who has been forgiven much loves much yeah. Yeah. yeah so like many people think that like David his downfall was the you know when he stayed uh but it was spring it was spring you know many the times that kings go to war yeah but he stayed. Yeah. Um, then that's when he saw Bathsheba and he coveted after her. Oh, yeah. And everyone likes to just stop, you know, stop right there and say that, well, it says that it was time of the kings when they go to war. Oh, yeah. But I don't think that's how it, was, how it went down, you know? Mm-hmm. Just like, a, just like sleeping with a girl that you like, it doesn't just happen like that, you know, at least for us, you know, because it all starts in the mind, you know, you yeah, start thinking true. those uh, thoughts, you know, yeah. and then eventually, you know, you just, you just get a little, so lost in it that, you know, it, uh, act on it. you just act on it, mm-hmm. yeah. because the spiritual comes first, mm-hmm. then the, then the physical, Yeah, that's why our soul, is is uh is in uh is fighting. Yeah. Soul of the spirit. Okay, you know I don't want to think about that enough. <laughs> but you guys know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but we see when uh he uh he Saul and Jonathan die, right? Yeah. And that's when he becomes king of Judah, mm-hmm. and then he. He runs into the Amalekite, and then the Amalekite tells him, "Oh, David or Jonathan and Saul are dead." 
And then he started asking him why. He's like, like, oh, well, I'm the one that killed him. Yeah. He told me to do it. You know? Mm-hmm. But obviously, the, the Malachite thought he was doing something right. Because or else, why would he tell David? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, sometimes you think about it, you're like, I, I, uh, I heard this from my brothers, like, I think two days ago or yesterday. He was killing a, a mouse that was eating his uh, chicken eggs. Oh, really? And he was spraying it down with the water hose, and he said he he felt bad, but he's like, well, I gotta kill this guy to put him out of his misery because he like he felt bad for the rat, <laughs> you know. But he's like, I don't want to suffer, yeah. so I, that's probably what the Malachite was thinking. Like, he's gonna die, you know. I might as well put him out of his misery yeah. so he can stop suffering. Oh, okay. So, I see that the Malachite was probably thinking, I'm doing a good thing. I'm serving God somehow. Yeah. If that's if you believe in God. Mm. But David, yeah. you know, he was hardcore, like, don't touch the the king's anointed. That's what says what he believed. Mm-hmm. So but he didn't have mercy on him. Like uh like if you had a child and he he did something wrong but he didn't know what was wrong. Mm. He just he just orders them, it's like, you, kill, kill that guy, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's where I believe the starting you know, because uh, he, he didn't want to even, uh, he himself didn't want to kill the, the man. Kind of like when you're a, when, let's say you're just a layman, you know, worker, and then all of a sudden you become a, a manager. And then all you want to do is boss people around. Yeah. And that's what that's what I think got to him. He wanted to boss people around and show that he had authority. That's probably way up. Or like, you know, like yeah. if you're uh, if you become a pastor, you know, it's like, like why should I get to class? It's like we have uh, uh, youth pastors. Yeah. Or whatever you want to put in that place. Mm-hmm. Teachers. Yeah. Like, I'm busy, man. Like, I got, I got big boy things to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so caught up in their own um, plans. Maybe. He got caught up in his role or yeah. his uh, position. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why I just want to be a layman for the rest of my life. <laughs> a layman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if if you get a title, if somebody gives it to you from their own heart, because they think that's what you are. Yeah. What if I get my like my uh, license? My bachelor's in divinity. <laughs> or my bachelor's in Bible studies. Hey, hang it up on your wall so, yeah, so everyone can see. <laughs> yeah. Pursuing godly, godliness for means of gain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but so yeah. I like a. I mean, I can give you that example, but I prefer to give you this uh, scripture here in Second Samuel twelve twenty-eight. Second of Sam. Yeah, to show you know that was that was the same mindset that they had, like that we do like today, you know. 
Now, therefore, assemble the rest of the troops, lay siege to the city, and capture it. Otherwise, I will be the one to capture the city, and it will be named after me. That was Hoab speaking okay. to David. He was a soldier, right? Yeah, he was a what, the commander. official, the rank, higher the ranks. Yeah. But you can see that he was, he was telling uh, David, like, bro, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Like, I could do it, but this should be you. Yeah. Because you're the king. You should be leading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you're the you're the example. And but David only wanted to give orders, and obviously everybody could see that, because that's probably why Hoab was worried about it, or else he would have just done it. Mm-hmm. But he was worried about David. You know, you could. You can't see that, but like just you know reading it, but putting yourself in their shoes, that's what was, what was going through his head. Mm-hmm. Because people were probably losing respect for him. Yeah. And then, you know, he uh, or he just wanted to still be like, you know, held in this high high position, you know, like when he was still uh, a layman. You want to put it like that? Yeah. A grunt, a warrior. Yeah, a warrior. A dog. <laughs> and, he, and then the people start yeah, singing. Saul so killed a thousand, but David killed ten thousand. Yeah. Mm. You know that's how that's how it started with Saul, but I guess it also started with David, in a way. Mm-hmm. You know they still wanted to be the. You know the star. Yeah, one of the crazy people. Then we'll see how uh, in Second Samuel ten he sends a uh, I believe it was the I can't remember I believe it was the Amorites the Amorites uh, their king had died and then his son was going to be king so he tells one of his uh messengers it's like I want I want to be at peace with him because his son was at peace with me so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna send this messenger to show that you know that we're so cool you know put it simply mm-hmm. but so when he goes the the advisors of the of the Amorite kings the, the Amorites king, they they get suspicious and they're like, "Do you think he sending people over here because he wants to have peace? He's like he wants to spy on us. Mm-hmm. He wants to take our land or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Take our take our women, yeah. our sons. Yeah. But like if uh, people would probably think, uh, that's because they're paranoid." But, you know, who wouldn't be? Right? Mm. And, but you see, like, if, kind of like if, uh, I was going to say Trump, but if Biden, instead of going to China and, you know, greeting the Chinese president or whatever, mm-hmm. he, uh, he sends one of his, uh, messenger, messenger boys. 
you know, that be the like, Chinese oh, president is yeah. going to be mad. He'll be very um, super, um, superstitious. Disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, by when Obama, Obama actually went there to China and he didn't even meet with the Chinese president. He met with one of his messengers. Yeah. And then later, oh, they sent okay. him to McDonald's to eat. And they sent him back. And they didn't even give him a plane. He had to go, I believe, in his, uh, like a regular plane. So they disrespected they Obama. They disrespected Obama. Mm-hmm. Okay. By not even showing him face to face. And McDonald's is pretty uh, prestige nowadays. What's that? McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah. They just say he didn't go to a good place. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, that's probably not what he's used to. Warren mm. Buffett does, though. He goes there every day. Hmm? Warren Buffett, some millionaire guy. Mm. He eats McDonald's every day. Some wealthy man. Wow. Oh. Bro, every time I go in the morning, like, the lines are packed. Or it's prestige? <laughs> I don't know, like, it's I guess they're coffee, or I don't know, mm. they like the biscuits. I don't know. Yes. They're, uh, Classic McDonald's. I think it's just cheap, that's probably why. Uh, yeah, but those cheap wraps they put in work. Yeah. They're like they're like stuff but they're cheaper. Yeah. A lot of sugar. Yeah. <laughs> Too much sugar. Yeah. Alright, so uh lost my place, sorry. No, it's all good. I'm with the Amorite King. Yeah, so so then they go, end up going to war, and, you know, but that could have all just been, you know, you know, uh, avoided if, if he had went, you know, to be the, the example, you know? David, yeah. Yeah. Amen, yeah. No. It's good. And then there was also, uh, Urias, the, the soldier he, they, he had killed right. from his own... Sorry, yeah, it'll rise. Well, he has a Spanish when I said that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but he has him, uh, the guy that he had killed, he was, uh, he was actually putting the example for David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you remember that. No, I haven't, I haven't read that story. Yeah, so, he calls your <laughs> rise over, and he tells him, I'm gonna, he, he wants to, uh, what was it like? I guess spare him of so much war, you know, and have him come over here with David and have a good time. Okay. Drink and go sleep with his well, nice to him, you know, but have him go sleep with his wife, you know, so he can think that he got her pregnant. Okay, so what uh, happened was that <laughs> one day he woke up, he saw Ryan's wife, right? David. And, yeah, he called her over to his palace. Yeah. He slept with her, okay? Um, adultery, right? Yeah, adultery. Eventually, he finds out that she's pregnant. Okay. Um, now, Araya, uh, uh, I don't know if right at that time he was in war. In yeah, war. Yeah, so when he came back, David was like, hey, come over. He was, in other words, he wanted to come have drinks with me. He wanted him to to uh, to get um, drunk and that way you know, go and then tell him, go with your wife and you know, please her. Mm-hmm. So that he wanted to, he his David's plan was get him drunk, get him all you know, uh, you know, in the flesh. Go yeah. please your wife. That way you know you can. That way deceive you can, him into thinking he's like, oh, it was your kid, you know. Uh, so you got her pregnant, not me. 
Um, but it backfired, and that's what we're pointing. That's our that's thing what we're right for. Uh, what? Thanks for, for uh, what do you call it? Her Fill in the gaps. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I didn't know. That. I didn't know how. Uh... Hey, I thought you would have known the story. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. But so. <laughs> I'm sorry, I need a reason. But... So then, uh, she sends him over to go to his wife, and he's like, <coughs> the their messenger boys are like, did he go to his house? He's like, no, he just stood outside the gate. Yeah, he didn't go. He's like, he didn't go. He's like, well, why didn't he go? And he tells him. He didn't even, actually, he didn't even want to drink. Yeah, the first time he didn't want to drink, but the second time he did. Yeah, but yeah, the first time he just stand, stands outside the gate. And the reason why is because he said, well, how can I be enjoying my time when my brothers are in war? Because they were still in war and mm-hmm. David called them back. No, so how okay. can I have a good time when my brothers are in war? Yeah. yeah. And then, well, that's the example right there. You know? And, yeah. um, yeah. but... I could kind of see Uriah thinking in his head, like, shouldn't the David be also in war? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. people probably don't think that when they read it. They probably just think like, he, oh, he can, he's a king. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. But thinking in view of, you know, in his shoes, he probably thought like, like, bro, I'm putting the example for you. Like, come with us. Mm. Maybe in his heart he tried to do that, huh? He, he, he probably did. disrespect him. He wanted to show him, like, how can I be here when my brothers are at war? You know, in other words, in his heart, like, David, come, you know? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like you're yeah. our brother, too. And usually when the when the king arrives, arrives in the battle scene, they, they, they call it a a rally, you know? They go yeah. into a rally with troops. Oh, that's true, yeah. They fight for the king. They yeah. see him, like, the king gets a speech, there. yeah. And they're like, this fire. The morale boost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, then he also he doesn't he doesn't go, and then like you said, but the second time, he calls him over to his palace, and he does get drunk, oh. and he still he sends him over, but he still doesn't sleep with his wife. I forgot what happened. I forgot exactly what happened. Yeah, me too. I was, I was trying to get through the whole story of David. I couldn't do it. It's too much. For, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a large portion of the Old Testament. Huh? Yeah. It's like a big old story. Like, when it actually goes, like, it actually, the chronological order is, like, it's pretty, um, um in order. <laughs> yeah, I feel, like, I feel like the stories get longer because, like, Abraham's story was kind of short, and then you get into Jacob, which is a bit longer. Yeah. And Moses's, which is a little longer. And then Dave, and then Joshua, Joshua, and then David. And, well, I, I forgot how to call Joseph. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. I'd be out of Jacob's after story. Moses <laughs> is Joshua, yeah. And after Joshua is, uh, um, Samuel? Yeah, the book of Samuel, which is, it's all. There you go. <laughs> oh, the judges, then, then Samuel. Oh, okay. After Joshua, it's the judges. But yeah, <laughs> I'll say Yeah, but you could see, like, he was, he was probably worried about him also, you know? Just like we saw with, uh, Hawad. Like, you oh. take the city over. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Like, you could see... Like, they were showing him, like, like... David, like this is what you're supposed to do. Like, yeah, like don't lose your respect from your yeah. from your uh your people, you know? Yeah. And then in second Samuel twelve, 
after she gets rebuked because of just a little recap. Mm-hmm. You know, he sleep he sleeps with his wife. He he tries to get uh Urias. Urias? Yeah, Urias. Urias to Urias. sleep with his wife. Mm-hmm. But because he doesn't, he he gets sent back to war and he tells Hawad to put him in the front of the fiercest battlefield so that he can get slain. Yeah, that's what happens. He tells him. He's like, go put Uriah in the front lines. That way he'll die. <laughs> it's crazy, huh? You know, they really murdered him, you know? Yeah. And then imagine Joe with like Uriah's, you know, Uriah's, he's probably, he, in his heart, he's probably like, oh, it's, you know, the, the, he's, he's honoring me by becoming a sacrifice, you know, for the people. Wow. That's why his punishment is, uh, you know, that's why Nathan comes, the prophet Nathan, rebukes him. Yeah, he tells him, just, uh, the king had, a king, or or, sorry, wealthy man, had, uh, many, what was that, lambs? Yeah. Something like that. Sheep. And he, but he has a guest over, and there's a poor man, but instead of using his own lambs to feed his guests, he takes the poor man's only lamb. Like out of all of out of pretty much saying out of all of your wives that you could have slept with that God gave him, mm-hmm. he chose to take one from someone that only had one wife. Yeah. And then it kills him. So David is uh is pretty very, very wicked and shady. So David responds in anger after that parable, you know? Because it was an example that neighbors Nathan told him. And David was like, Oh, like this man should die, you know, where this man is, he should die. Mm-hmm. And then Nathan was like, That's you. Yeah, like you did that. Yeah. Boom. Oh. Conviction. <laughs> kind of like when we're preaching to someone and then they just think in their head, That's exactly what you do. Yeah. And then you just see if you're like you know, uh, I, I told that to somebody that, like, she was talking about about her sister, mm-hmm. and then later she, uh, she starts talking to me like that, how she doesn't like her sister to talk to her, mm-hmm. and then I, I told her, you sound like your sister, <laughs> and then she was like, I never, uh, I never saw it like that, mm-hmm. like, like you don't see you, you don't see yourself until someone you don't see how you act until you see it uh like someone tells it to you. Mm-hmm. Wow. So David's response to that was was what <laughs> was you should kill the guy because Nathan, oh, Nathan Nathan told him an example. Yeah, yeah, no, no, but after, after Nathan said it was you, what was David's response? David, he, he was, uh, he was, weeping. He was anger. He oh. angered and re- Oh, 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 you're talking about after, after. you told this is you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I said that. He said, I have sinned against the Lord. That's all. He acknowledges his sin. Is that when he wrote Psalm 42 or 51? Maybe? Yeah. Then he, then that's when Nathan tells him, that well you sin but like, God's gonna God's gonna yeah. you know have mercy on you pretty much yeah. you will not die as you said. But he's like but 
Your, your, the son that's born will die. So Bathsheba's son mm, okay. will die. And his family will turn against him. Yeah. Wow. So there is a consequence, you know? There is a punishment. Yeah, so then... Later on, like... Uh, you see David is fasting for, uh, for his son. Yeah, perhaps God will have mercy. Yeah. And people probably thought, well, he's a, uh, that's pretty well righteous thing to do, you know? That's a, uh, he's fasting for his son to live. And then he dies, the son dies. And then all the people that were with him, they were worried. They didn't want to tell him that his son died because they thought, well, he's going to get angry mm. because his son died. Yeah. But when they did some of the news, or when he found out, I mean, he went to go eat. And everyone was like, what was going on? Like, you, know, you were just mourning and fasting over this. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, I was hoping that God would have mercy on him and give him life. But now I can't, he can't come to me, but I can go to him. Kind of saying like, well... I trust in God that I'm going to see him. You know? Mm. I have faith. Mm. And, well, you can look at it like that, and you can believe him, but uh, I wouldn't, uh, me personally, I wouldn't believe it. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, well, we got an example of, you know, someone's kid who died. And I don't think that you would just be all cool about it after. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And then, even David, he shows an example of what true mourning is. In 2 Samuel 1, right after he became king, and the, the Malachi tells him, I, uh, I killed them. It says, verse 11 and 12. Then David took hold of his clothes and tore them. And all the men with him did the same. They mourned, wept, and fasted until evening for those who died by the sword. For Saul, his son Jonathan, Jehovah's people, and the house of Israel, he even composed a song for them, saying, I'm oh, sorry, this was me. The, the, the verse got off there. He even composed a song for them, saying of Jonathan and then the here's the verse 2 Samuel 1 26 I grieve for you Jonathan my brother you were such a friend of friend to me your love for me was more wondrous than the love of women Amen. and you know he fasted after he found yeah. out and he tore his clothes but yeah. but that's not what he did for his son Mm -hmm. I died. Mm -hmm. You know, but so you know the whole topic is you know love. You know why did uh, David kill Goliath? You know for love for his brothers. Yeah. You know, but that slowly started to fade away after he got a title, that you know of authority. Mm -hmm. So. No. His love started to fade away. 
Yeah, it started to fade away little by little. Mm. And, you know, it just got worse and worse, you know? And that's just oh, something that I wouldn't want to happen to any of us. Mm. You know, people could think, well, we're starting this new church. We're, we're doing this and we're doing that. We're doing whatever, you know, but uh, at the end, you know, it's the same church. It's Jesus Christ's church. It's yeah. not. It's not churches. It's a church. One church. Yeah. That's right. We're not called to make churches. We're called to make disciples. Yeah. And make up the church. One church. And then, so, what? Like, if we didn't have the the the, the Bible, you know, to tell us what is love. Like, if you were to ask someone in the street. What love is, you know, they would probably have a hard time, you know, uh, coming up with an answer, you know, but at the end of the day, I think they would give an answer, but like, it's a, it's a character, you know, the trait that you have towards something or someone, you know, that's what you asked, you asked me that, huh? Yeah, I asked yeah, you yeah, asked me, what is love? You know, do you remember what I said? You said it's a commitment. Okay. It's a choice. And that's what it is. It's a choice. It's a commitment. Mm-hmm. You know? To love someone? Which is to love? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a... More than an emotion. Like a decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like... You could take pride in, you know, the, that... Well, that car is ugly, but I love my car. Yeah. I decide to love that car. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm committed to it. You, know? like, you can say whatever you want about that car. It only has three wheels. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> but I love the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It gets me from point A to B. Yeah. Or, you know, but, you know, but we can't forget that we have to love, you know, our brothers, you know, sinners or God's work because we can we can still do God's work but it could be with no love you know it's like I heard people uh, uh, preaching to the church saying well uh, when I read it's it's a sacrifice it's my sacrifice to God when I pray well it's not a sacrifice that's a privilege we're privileged to be swimming in Bibles mm-hmm. where other places we can, well, you know, the one Bible they have, if they lose it, you know, they got to preach by memory. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a privilege to be able to pray to God. Mm-hmm. But they, they see, uh, people see it like it's a, almost like a burden to them. Like, I have to pray because I have to. Or I'm going to hell. You pray because you want to talk to God. Because he's your friend now. Mm. He calls us his friends, you know? We want to see each other because we're friends. So it's, it's more than duty. It's know? more than duty. It's about doing it with love. Yeah. Like he tells the Ephesians, you lost your first love. Mm-hmm. Because you're more worried about everything else. 
Yeah. And and I'm just uh like someone that you have to please because like I guess you could see it like I'm your boss. I'm in charge of you go to heaven or hell. Yeah. It's no longer because you want to, it's because you have to. Yeah, it's not because you love God, it's because yeah. you have to. Wow. And that's what he thought, told him to repent from, right? Exactly. So if, if we catch ourselves in that position, then we gotta we gotta die to ourselves and you know, recognize that no, he Pray loved us first. Praise you know? the Lord. I think you no, know, how was it like when I when I first, you know, got uh converted? And I was yeah. I was so happy, you know, like everything was like secondary, you know? Yeah. All I had in my mind was Man, God loves me. Yeah, and I think even even David had that sort of desire to to return to his first love too. Wasn't there isn't there a song that says like uh, restore to me the joy of your salvation or something, yeah. something like that? Mm-hmm. So like Again, yeah, like, it can be, like, maybe, because there's days, like, where you don't feel, like, uh, in love with Christ or, like, uh, whatever, like, very, that uh, emotional, like, oh, man, your mercy, you don't feel, like, so uh, redeemed, maybe, you know, one day, like, redemption and grace will, like, make you cry because it's beautiful, or I don't know, and then, like, maybe, like, five years down the line, it's just, like, you know, I mean, maybe it's not, not as emotional. Yeah. And that's <coughs> why love is a decision. It's a, it's a the feeling, the, that, that difference between not knowing and, and feeling, like in worship. Because yeah, no. one thing is for sure that, that knowing is never going to change. The feeling is. Yeah. But, um, so when, if you want to return to that first love, I would say it's just, I mean, the truth has never changed. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, what would you guys say? Like, like, you know, like it's like a, it's like if God asks you, you know, like, well, or not even if God asks you, but like, let's like an example, you know, like, why do you love your wife? You know, mm-hmm. like, well, you just you start thinking about all the all the good things, you know, and even the bad things, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know. But imperfections. No. Yeah, I feel like God is like talking about more than like you're you're in that in that in the to Ephesians like you're you're um more more of your uh, when he says do your first words. It's talking about your more of how your intentions were when you did them, you know, mm, back yeah. in the days and how you're doing them now. Yeah. Because yeah. you know because. <coughs> Example of that of marriage. When you first get married, you're like in your honeymoon, like your, your yeah. emotions are high, you know, like everything's like in love and you know, and yeah. yeah. It's just you're high you're high in the clouds, you know? Yeah. Now as time passes by, what happens? That that love, you know, is no longer the same as far as that, as far as the Emotional, the, you know, lovey-dovey, you know. Mm-hmm. You, you learn, you learn to love. You, love is still there. Love never, never, never fades. It never, it's just your um, enthusiasm. Your, your emotion, your enthusiasm. You, you learn to love, love one another, and 
in another, and I guess in another way, but always your intentions, well, your, your intentions is what matters, you know? Mm. Your intentions. Yeah. Um, obviously, like when you're married 15, 20 years, you're not going to be kissing your wife every time like if you were your first first year. All day. All day. <laughs> you probably going to get tired of it. Like, ah, oh, I don't want to kiss you, you know? Yeah. But that doesn't mean you don't love her. You love her in other ways, you know? Yeah. Um, so I guess you're, it's your intentions, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and so how are we, so like you said, you know, about the mercy and the grace and, you know, the word of God. You know, it's different when you read, when you're going through the Bible the first time than it is when you go through the Bible the third, second, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, because I've been, yeah. these probably already my, I don't know, I've been through the Bible like many times in my, my walk with Christ, you know, mm. and I'm not saying that I can get something new, but I already know what's coming up, I already know what's going to happen, you know, mm, yeah. um, and it's different, like it's, it's, it hits me, it doesn't hit me the same way it hit me the first time I read it, you know, yeah. but I still appreciate it. I still love it, and I will still learn to, this truth, you know, and, this, mm. and I can apply it, you know, hmm. in my yeah. life. So it's, I guess it's the, it with, and then I, my intentions to reading it is to love the Lord, is to know Him more, you know? Mm. Yeah, so I, I guess can, we gotta make I sure. I can see what you to, mean about yeah. that, about your intentions. Yeah. But I also know that He wants us to be waiting for Him. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that even helps, you know. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. It, it, I don't know. I'm just. So. Because he is the, the groom and we're the bride. Amen. And. So the right intention all the time. Is just is to to, to let remember us know, right? what he did, you know, okay. and his uh, like, was it worship or praise? Which one is it? Don't where you uh believe his worship where you tell him what he is. You know? Mm. Like he's wonderful, he's merciful, he's yeah. you know Just. you know, all the things, you know, that uh characteristics. Yeah, his characteristics or you know, give thanks for what he has um given to us or you know, saved us from, you know, like, just never forget it, because, you know, Amen. we can, uh, we can just pray about winning souls, and pray about uh, a bunch of things, you know, or for a wife, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. you know, or for wisdom, but if, but if we forget, you know, like, why, uh, uh, you know, why we love him? It, it can happen, you know? Just like they tell uh, people that get married, you know? Like, yeah. you know, don't let your love die out. That's when the, the fights start. And then, you don't know... Uh, I forget where I heard this from. But I think it was like a marriage council thing. Yeah. Where they had the... He got the couple, and he had them... He split them up, I believe. And he had them write a card. And... uh Telling each other, uh, like, how they first fell in love, or how they first met, and, 
they would both start writing and just remember all the good things. Hmm. And then all the bad things that they did, well, they just would, you know, they would forget it, I guess, you know? Because they, they would be thinking about the good things. Hmm. So, you know, just like, you know, building with Paul said, like, don't, uh, to not think about the earthly things, but the heavenly things, mm-hmm. you know? That's what I'm trying to get at. Mm. You know, oh, it's like yeah. keep you, we gotta keep our mind on the things of of heaven. You know, of the godly things. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Amen. Like in Romans, uh, have those who have a spiritual mind, those who walk in the spirit, mind the things of the spirit. Mm. Those who walk in the flesh, mind the things of the flesh. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And that is how you would stay connected to the first love. Yeah, you know, just like when I had my first girlfriend, I never told her that I that I love her. I never told her I like you. I never told her you look pretty. Mm-hmm. You like your dress. Your nothing. Mm-hmm. Like your hair. Nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how that happened. I, I she just liked that I was like Satanist save, like, and no. I was quiet and mysterious. Yeah, mysterious. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. So I guess she never got that, you know. She got the physical, you know, love yeah. kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, the animalistic love. Mm-hmm. But she never got the emotional love, you know, because mm-hmm. girls are emotional, you know, right? Yep, yep, that's true. Yeah. And you know, if you if you can't give that to them, you know, they're they're probably like, well, I gotta find someone that can. So that's when I got. I got the boot. <laughs> and then yeah. and then I realized I got I realized stiletto. Because at the at the moment I was in my in my mind of I wanna be evil. I wanna I just wanna use her and this and that. Yeah. But when but when I lost her and I was trying to get someone else, I actually for some reason I was like you know what? Like it wasn't even like a, a uh, an emotional thought. Thinking, I love that girl. I'm gonna try to get her back. It was more of, I like that girl. I like her better than the other one. Mm. Oh. I'm gonna get her back. I'm gonna make her. I'm gonna make her fall in love with me. Like not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get her back because I love her. Just, I'm gonna make her fall in love with me because I can manipulate people. Mm. That was what I was thinking. And That's yeah, so nice. so then I, in my own mind, was thinking, I'm gonna make her fall in love with me. So I started doing all these things, right? And then eventually, somehow I fell in love. That was crazy to me. Because I was actually crying for her after that. But before that, I wouldn't even... Mm. It was just, uh, you know, like a fleshly thing. But after, like, just, yeah. like, thinking so much about her, you know, and all the good things, you know, like, writing to her or, you know, about the good things that she is and stuff like that. Like, I guess it, like... Something that I was trying to fake turned into something real. Mm, whoa. 
So that's why, you know, like when you pray, you know, that's why I think Paul says, like, to give thanks. What was it, Philippians, I think? Give thanks Philippians for Philippians 2, 6, I think. It's like, uh, don't, uh, don't worry. Let me look for it. As you pull it up, I think I... Oh, already 8 o'clock? I have to, yeah. Damn, that's ready. Oh, but. Kind of flies on. Yeah. Wow, eight o'clock right now. Huh? Uh, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't have words that, but it's like to not worry about anything. It's like uh, pray. Uh, oh, talking about the, the food and the clothing and all that. No, I'm not. Really so. To that. It's like don't uh. It's like sorry, that's cool. Give thanks to God and um, put everything in prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Okay. And I, remember that? I heard something. Yeah, I remember hearing something like that. Yeah, and then, you know, like you just let it be. But he says to give thanks. Always, yeah, to pray always. And, and, yeah. and, amen. I know you're... Yeah, so, you know, like, thinking about the, think about what, you know, he does for us, you know, every day. Yeah, man, preach the gospel every day to you, right? Yeah. Remember the cross every day. I'm sorry, I don't remember the verse. I didn't have that plan, but it came up. Exactly. Okay. Impromptu, but. Nice. Was that, was that everything? Or are you still need something? Yeah, I should have put that verse that I sent Ricky to the group chat about how Paul identified still with the Pharisees. Oh, yeah. okay. That was interesting. Yeah, send it, send it to the group chat. Yeah, because he was. Yeah, you know, it's like I could still say I'm apostolic, you know, yeah. to whoever is apostolic mm. or whoever's not, you know, it's like. <laughs> yeah, we just. Like they're still brothers, you know. Like yeah. you can reconcile with them. Yeah. So uh, instead of saying, "No, I'm not. I'm not part of them." Yeah. And unless they know your like your your beliefs, like you know, they're like, "You're not apostolic. I know what you believe in." Yeah. yeah, but even Paul, they knew he wasn't a Pharisee anymore, but he still said, "I'm a Pharisee." Yeah.